Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got my friend Sarah Thurman with me all the way from Wimberley, Texas, and she is an incredible not only artist and speaker and author and coach, but just just a great person. Sarah, I've I've so enjoyed getting to know you over the years. So thanks for being on the podcast today. You're welcome, Matt. It is just my greatest privilege to be here and share what God's been doing and what he's still gonna do. Awesome, awesome. Now listen, I'm gonna say this not just because you're on the podcast, but you are <laughs> you are one of those people that are so easy to talk to that just exudes the love of the Lord. And, you know, I meet so many people at conferences and that sort of thing around the world. And I know, I know when we met several years back is I knew that the Lord had something on your life. There's just an anointing for what you're doing now. And I'm so excited for people to be able to hear that and, and hear your story. So kind of give everybody a, just in a thumbnail sketch, you know, who you are, what you do, where you're from and, and that sort of thing. And then we'll jump into a little bit of, of your backstory. Okay. Well, I um, am a retired school principal, and that happened a little over five years ago. And at that time when I retired, I never, ever considered myself an artist. (laughs) But it's actually five years ago this month, in October of 2014, I was meeting with a group of women here in our little town of Wimberley, and we were just going to worship God with roofing felt and big bottles of acrylic paint. And it <laughs> was like during fun, that right? time. <laughs> yes, it was just, we were just hanging out with God and the whole thing was to worship him. And I'm like, I don't know how to paint. And most of the other women there didn't either. But in, in fact, I never, I painted once before, um, like in one of those drink wine and paint evenings yeah. <laughs> a few months before that. But during that time, we were meeting on Tuesday mornings, six Tuesday mornings in a row. And it was like the second week that God told me, you're an artist for me. And I Mm. said to him, there is no way. (laughs) And I heard him in my spirit. Like, I do not know what I'm doing, God. There's no way. And he told me, hang out with me and I will teach you. And so I believed him and I'm, I believed him. And so I started hanging out with him. And so for several years, I um, did some 100 day projects. That's a real critical thing that with the discipline of a daily practice of hanging out with him and with my watercolor and with my camera and just started noticing things in nature that I honestly had been way too busy to notice. Tree bark became a very interesting study of mine <laughs> and the clouds and trees and just different colors that honestly I've been working so much and raising my family that I never never looked, you know, at, at that. And so he started opening in my eyes. And so that went on for two years. I was painting most every day. And then I asked him an impossible prayer. And that was in September of 2016. And we were overseas with our son and daughter-in-law who are missionaries out on the field. And we were in Mongolia. And our son said to us, mom and dad, we should be praying impossible prayers. The kind of prayers that when they're answered, There's no way except God would have answered them. And so I was too embarrassed to tell my family, but I'm really big about journaling. And so on the 17th 17th of September of 2016, I wrote in my journal, 
Lord, I want to paint and sell small, medium, and large paintings for you to give money back out to people in need all over the world. And that was my secret prayer, you know, and then it wasn't secret to God. We came home November 1st. And between the 1st and the 7th of November, I painted a few more paintings. I put one on Facebook and one of my friends right here in Wimberley bought that angel painting. It was an eight by eight angel painting and she bought it and I was like oh my word God you answered my prayer (laughs) and those next few months before Christmas I was painting angels I was subbing in the school district during the day and at night I would paint and people were buying them for gifts but I could feel a stirring that God was starting a business for us for my husband and I how incredible I love your story because I've married you know Tanya I've been married you know 22 years to Tanya who has taught for 18 of those years in, in school and has just come out now to, to be a part of our businesses and everything. And I yeah. know how much teachers, administrators, educators think about qualifications and resume and yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm not certified to teach this. And, mm-hmm. You know, I am certified to teach this. And there's a lot of, you know, in a good way, pride and, you know, uh, good things about, you know, preparing for that and, usually they're really prepared, planned out kind of people. And I'm, I'm, I haven't said, you know, I've, I've been married to one for a long time. So yeah. I'm imagining you having been <laughs> a principal and an educator now kind of coming over to this other side of your brain and the Lord like yeah. saying, just, just trust me, just, just hang out with me. Was there any sort of cognitive dissonance if you will about how that uh, process was happening or was that a pretty easy flow for you no it wasn't it was a lot of dialogue back and forth Mm. like I don't know what I'm doing God I can't do this and what happened is he showed me the scripture in new ways was Genesis 127 Mm. that he created me in his image And so I really started asking him, so what does that mean, God? Like, and he's like, well, I'm the great creator. So you were made to create and I made you for this. And in these five years, I mean, it's been five years this month that I have said, at first I couldn't say I was an artist. And then I would say, well, I'm a new artist. (laughs) And now I can say I'm an artist. Like I can say it with both feet, you know, firmly on the floor and And what I've understood is, and it continue every day, just keeps getting unpacked for me, that the more I move into this place of creating, that God, I meet, he meets me there because that's where he, it's like the most intimate place. And Mm -hmm. that's what he's getting me to release to others. Like this is him. He is in me. His DNA is in me. And for 56 years, I believed a lie that I was not a creative. There's no Mm -hmm. way. I mean, as far as my hands could reach, it's like, no way I'm not an artist. I wouldn't even do stick figures on the board as a school (laughs) teacher. Like I had no confidence at all. And he has totally flipped that. I mean, I embrace his perspective now and his truth that I am made in his image and I'm made to create and I'm made to bring beauty into the world. And I'm like, I'm all in, like I am, (laughs) yeah, my sandals are (laughs) off and I'm like, I'm going Lord, wherever you send me, however you send me, I'm going to tell people. You know, one of the things I love about when people start really connecting with what God has for them in the kingdom is that there's sort of this convergence thing that happens where, you know, things that you thought that you were done with 
mm-hmm. now sort of start to come into more focus, if you will, in in this season of life. I know for me, like, you know, I was in ministry in a local church, in local churches for a long time. Then I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. Then I owned a marketing company. I'm like, okay, I'm done yeah. with that. And now the Lord's calling me to raise up artists. And I'm like, okay, I'm on to this thing. And he's like, yeah, but wait, I'm about to bring all these things yes, <laughs> that you together. love together. Yes. And that's what I, I love about what's going on <laughs> with you right now, because obviously as an educator, you've had, you've got such a passion for people and for imparting knowledge and for seeing people be who God's calling them to be. And not only are you stepping in to what God's called you to, but now he's really giving you this vision to start seeing others come along, writing a book, yeah. teaching classes. I mean, so this whole thing is as, as things tend to do in the kingdom, <laughs> but it's kind of mushroomed on you. So talk, a, talk a little bit about yeah. what that looks like and even the process of getting there. Cause I know that can, that in itself can be overwhelming. Yeah. So what God is teaching me is it's day by day, step by step, mm. and that he will go in front of me. And if I try to, it's going to be messy. And yeah, so just wait and listen and watch. <laughs> mm. So two years ago, uh, in 2017, in July, he told me, I've been selling for about seven months, selling my artwork. And he said, you need to write a book about this. And I sort of put my hand on my hip and I said, <laughs> God, if you want me to write this book, you need to tell me what to put in it. And we were camping in the mountains of Cloudcroft, New Mexico. And within three hours, I had the 12 chapter titles for my book. Wow. And I was busy painting. And so actually that year I painted over 300 paintings and I was busy painting and I wasn't writing. Last July of 2018, I heard him tell me again in my spirit, it is time to write right now. And so mm. I knew that stirring and I said, yes. So I started with diligence in August of 2018 to write my story. He had given me some very critical scriptures along the way. And one was Zechariah 4.10. Do not despise the small beginnings, for I will rebuild the temple. And he's telling that to Zerubbabel and, and watch my plumb line. And God, and I didn't even know what a plumb line was. And I asked my husband who has built things right. and he said, oh, that's the, that is to be sure your walls are straight. You know, your foundation, like don't get crooked on me. <laughs> so God told me early on, like, watch me, you know, keep your eyes on me. And then it's going to be step by step and do not get discouraged when it seems so slow to you. And because I have a tendency to go fast and maybe the wrong direction, you know, so he <laughs> slowed me down. And the truth of small beginnings was just like back to my heart to say, okay, like this is what I'm doing today. So that book um, moved through and, and I actually, I mean, it was a very clear message for me to write that and self-published through KDP. And so it got released in late June and I, you know, read the, the book myself for Audible, found an audio engineer in Austin, and that was really a holy experience. But where this teaching started coming again was last October, I was at Gathering of Artisans with you in, right. in North Carolina, and I could feel like it's the center of my chest is where I start feeling the bubbles <laughs> and the stirring. <laughs> and we were on a road trip. We left North Carolina. My husband and I, we drove all the way to Maine. We got to enjoy fall. I'd never seen Maine, never Niagara Falls, all of that. 
And I could tell I was supposed to start teaching. And I'm asking God, what do I teach? Like, do I teach art? You're the one that's taught me how to do art. I'm self-taught. Like, I, what do you want me to teach? And I thought it was going to be a little bit of art. But as it became more clear last, no, uh, let's see, it was last December, just a few months, about a month after we got home, I met with a, a lady here who owns a bed and breakfast in town. And I could tell in my spirit that I was to see if I could do art, spiritual art classes at her retreat center. And she said, yes. And she's like, we need to schedule right now classes and a retreat for next year. And I went, oh, I left that meeting going, oh no, what, what? And it was open door and it wow. happened. And then I scheduled another retreat and uh, in the fall, in fact, just finished it. And now I already have four retreats scheduled at her place next year. And they're called Practicing Hearing God's Voice and the Creative Process. And also just a few weeks ago, he told me to do two more retreats called Practicing Hearing God's Voice in the Writing Process. Mm. So he is the guide day by day, step by step, like yeah. he will open the doors. We don't have to strive for that. And so that has been a battle for me because I've been a performer. Like I, <laughs> you know, the more I sell, the more successful I am. And he's really removing those deep roots and saying, no, I am your success. It's way more than what you produce. It's way more than the final product. It is the process hang out with me and I will teach you. And, oh my word, that's what he's done. And that's what he's still doing. <laughs> that's so good. You know, we talked so much, something I learned years ago, just follow the favor as the Lord be, begins yes. to open those doors. Just, just walk through it. I, I want you to back up a little bit and talk about, you know, I, we're, I'm hearing these just like, boom, 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 just things popping so much for you and i'm i'm i know that people are out there going gosh i wish that would happen for me you know i wish that god would begin to do that kind of thing for me what that could that would that you know begin to happen in my life and talk about your willingness to say yes to the lord even though you can't see the whole picture unfolding because i think as I look at my own life and, you know, people in the mentoring program, others that I see that are really moving at an incredible pace with the Lord, their ability and willingness to say yes quickly when an opportunity comes, even though they don't understand it all, but just saying, yeah, I'm going to go for this. That's a real defining factor. And I think for a lot of people fear um, inadequacy, whatever, that can be a real blockage for them. And, how have you moved through that and been willing to say yes, even when you didn't have the whole picture? Yeah, I, there's one of the chapters of my book is called walk out on the water. And I knew early on that God told me to get out of the boat mm. and I'm like, God, I don't know how to walk on the water, but he, so I trusted and it's like a daily thing of trust. It is still there. Like, you know, and I said, well, if I sink, and he's like, I've got your hand, like, I will pull you up. And if you sink some, it's going to be okay, because I'm not leaving you. So it is this, this very, I guess, such an anchor, such a plumb line for me to trust God and to have faith that he, even if I fail at some things, it's okay, that he will use that even to help me in the next steps that I can't even see. So it's sort of like I have blinders on in the fact of like the horse racing people, you know, it's like, don't get distracted by 
the naysayers or my own thoughts saying, oh, no, Sarah, really, honestly, what are you doing? Are you an artist? Of course you're not. <laughs> you know, just to catch those thoughts and kick them out and say no and going back to scripture and saying, no, Lord, you made me in your image. And Absolutely. so I am going to create today. What are you what are you, what are you doing and where can I join you? I've heard you say that so many times, you know. So what are you working on? And there is the blind, not the blinders, but I guess just the focus of, and the discipline that I've had to, that I can see back earlier in my life and where I grew up on a ranch, we worked hard. My dad, I was the youngest of seven children. Like we better get up out of bed and go out (laughs) if we want to eat. And so this whole thing about harvesting, planting, and then the harvest will be there, but you must plant. And sometimes it is very hard ground, but just keep going. And that small beginnings, don't despise them a little bit and then a little bit and success breeds success, you know? So it's a day, the daily discipline and, and trusting God. There's a couple of prayers I say most every day. And one's from Jeremiah 33, three, Lord, you said, ask. And so I'm asking you what I do not know. You tell me that you will give me. So I'm asking you for things that I don't know. I ask on Holy Spirit so many times every day, God, I don't know how to do this internet thing. I don't know how to do this app. (laughs) I'm lost. And he, because of the social media that I'm using out there and just, you know, learning and my e-courses and that, and I'm just, I call on Holy Spirit a lot. You said ask, so I'm asking. And then the second prayer I pray several times a day is, Lord, I'm going to trust you. You said that I can trust you, so I'm going to trust you. And, um, and that means really walking out on the water and saying, Lord, hold my hand right now. I have to trust you. Like it is a daily discipline. It is a practice. It's a spiritual, you know, it's a walk and it's not all going to happen at once, but it is a journey. He wants to be on with us. You know, we're not, we're not alone. And he's with us. And then he'll send people along the way, which, you know, I said that I, I, the very first time we had just gotten home, I'd been selling art for a few months and I was scrolling through Facebook and here came your ad, Matt. And I listened (laughs) and this was in March of 2017. And I could not believe that there was somebody out there that was reading my mail. (laughs) (laughs) And as crazy as I am, right? (laughs) Yes. And I was like, oh Lord. And I immediately jumped onto it. And I was doing a circle of blessing. I was gathering women in our area that were writers, clothes makers once a month. And I was like, guys, y'all listen to this, Matt, Tommy, and make a vision board. And we've got a dream. And, you know, and so I was just releasing it. And I was like, and then I came to gathering last October. And then I was at Mastermind this past spring and I'm there and there and there. Like I'm with you. I'm not leaving. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the things that I'm hearing in your story, and again, it's just, it's a common thread throughout so many artists that we, that I get the wonderful opportunity to interview on the podcast is that reframing your thoughts and not just taking every thought for granted, but just like God's word says, take every thought captive and hold it up against the word of God and say, okay, Mm -hmm. does this line up or does it not? Is this in agreement with what God showed me is the vision for my life and his divine design for me or, or is it not? Because, and I'd love for you to just talk about that because I think to the degree, I'm just convinced more and more to the degree somebody is willing or not willing 
to press into that process is the degree to which they will thrive or not thrive in their life, whether they're an artist or not. It's just how right. the kingdom works. Yes, that is so true. And so that anchoring scripture, like every day I ask God, give me something for today. Mm. And that is going to be my truth. It's the belt I'm going to wear. And I'm going to go back to it when I feel the battle come. And it does get easier because we have more, more in our belt. You know, we, and the word, I am convinced, Matt, that our relationship with God and the truth of the living word, that he will pour his healing in us through us spending time with him. It's the most important thing we can do because I could paint, paint, paint all day. But if I have not connected to him and said, Lord, where do you want me to go today? What do you, what doors are you going to open? Can I just worship you? Can I just have joy in in painting? (laughs) Like let's just hang out, you know? And that's the first thing he told me way back five years ago is hang out with me and I will teach you. And so hanging out with him and that takes discipline. Like we can't push it to the side more than ever. I am such, I mean, I just watch people and they tell me, wow. Like, and, and the thing is in the creative part, it doesn't have to be with art. It doesn't have to be with paintbrush. I'm telling them you do the gardening, just take a walk. How about cleaning out your drawers in a creative way so you can make your space? Like God is sending me beyond the world of art, uh, even though I'm like still in that. But he's showing me these are some some issues that need to be, you know, there's some stuff that needs to be realigned in our daily practice. And he's waiting. And it's not legalistic. It is an adventure to say, where are you going to take me today? God, where are you going to unveil your mysteries today? I'm asking you, where are you going to just pop it? And I read that scripture and I'm going, oh my, like it did for me when I, the very first time I ever read Zechariah 410, do not despise the small beginnings. I'm like, wow. Okay. So I, that is one of my anchors. So if I feel like I'm going too slow, I'm like, nope, that's the truth, God. I'm holding you to that. That's so right. let me enjoy today. In this little bit, in this one step I'm taking, and you're with me. And and the thing I will say, the latest, one of the latest things that he is he is pouring into me is enjoy the presence of my presence, like the present time of my presence. Mm. Like don't get so so busy that you will miss me today, uh, and the joy that I have for you today. Because I'm very focused, very driven, and I can, and I have missed it on days, and I have missed it in seasons, but I am more determined here as we complete this year and, and have some time to simplify. I mean, that's something I'm asking him this week. I read a recent, you know, word, and it said simplify to magnify, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I, where do I simplify? How do I do that? so that I can have 2020 vision for next year. I'm so excited about 2020. Like, what does that look like? But I've got to let go of some stuff this year, like right now. I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing. I mean, even right now we're looking at, everybody's asking me, Matt, are you doing your basketry classes next year? I've been teaching baskets for 25 years, you know? And um, as Tanya and I are looking at my schedule, we're like, you know what? The money's great, but it's six weekends that I have to give up to teach. And, Am I willing to do that? And 
my answer has been no so far. It's like, Lord, are you really, am I really saying no to this? But it's like anything in the kingdom. You always have to say no to the wrong thing in order to say yes. Yes. Step into the yes. new thing that God's got for you. That's, that's going to be so much more <laughs> yes. fulfilling and fruitful in your life than the thing you've mm-hmm. been holding on to. But because the thing you've been holding on to is what you know, you know, we're always yes. so much more likely to be like, don't take that away from me. But the Lord's like, listen, if you get, yes. if you'll just take hold of this new thing, uh, it's going to be so much better. There's going to be more room yeah. and it's the seasons and understanding those seasons. I mean, Wayne and my husband and I started at the senior citizens craft store and I was making watercolor note cards and selling them for $4 and 95 cents a piece. Mm. That's where I started in March of 2016. You know, when I thought I could do some note cards and I did, but now like it's, we're not in the note card last June. My husband said, it's time to move out of here. And I was like, no, 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 no. And he's like, yes, it's time to move out. And so I said, okay, I released it. It took me a few days to release it, but I was, but I did. And then the, in two days, I got a notice. There was a new gallery opening in town. Boom. Then I'm in an art gallery, actually, wow. you know, instead of with nothing wrong with the knitted and crocheted things, but this one doesn't have that. <laughs> it's art, <laughs> you know, so it is so true. And that's where I think this walking on water, he said, come, like get out of the boat you know, and I believe he's calling us all to get out of the boat because his strength in us will, then he can be empowered. If I'm doing everything only on my own, if I only am doing it on my own strength, there's no way I'm going to go to the places that he will call me because then it's his strength in me and it's his power in me that wants to come alive. He's waiting. He's just waiting. I'm like, I'm going next month. I'm going overseas. I'm going to Central Asia to speak and to teach. Our kids live over there, but I'm getting to go. And it's a business trip. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, my guest today has been Sarah Thurman. Her book is called Small Beginnings, A Journey to the Impossible. We'll, of course, link to that as well as her website and uh, social media inside the show notes today on the podcast but Sarah what a joy it is to hear your voice hear your story and I know that it's going to inspire so many thousands of artists all over the world Sarah thank you for being on today with me on the podcast you're so welcome Matt and I'll see you shortly at your next gathering so yeah it's beautiful hey thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast listen I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.